it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Well, hi, everyone. It's me, the Queen of NE. You might not have heard me for a while because, you know, I retired. But just like uh, every major wrestling legend, retirement doesn't really mean retirement. It means I can come back whenever I want. So, hey, hope you missed me. I missed you guys, too. And I would only come back for something that I feel very passionately about. And that is my favorite indie promotion. Synergy Pro Wrestling. And I love them so much, and I love Mr. Colin West so much, that I'm coming out of retirement for a two-episode limited exclusive all about Synergy Pro Wrestling. Firstly, of course, this episode is all about Black Friday, which is coming your way November 27th, honey, 7 p.m. bell time on IWTV. And if you don't have it, I don't know what you're doing with your life because you better go get it. So I'm so excited to talk about this show. I'm so excited to bring you my very special guest. Mr. Colin West himself is here in the castle with me. Hey, buddy. I'm I'm melting. I've fully (laughs) melted. I have nothing left. I don't know how I'm going to sit here and fully enjoy my McCafe baked apple pie now that I'm melted. But uh, that was the sweetest entrance ever. Best intro. I get, oh, I'm just going to go home. That was lovely. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That's our show. Uh, please watch. <laughs> you have no idea what the pay-per-view is about, but. No. You're- <laughs> no, you came out of retirement for me. I'll do the job in 30 seconds. It's fine. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> everybody. Oh, but you know that I mean it, and I I adore you so much, and I'm so excited to talk about this show with you, and and just to have you come on and chat with me, because, well, frankly, I like talking with you, and the last time we chatted was all about the Women's GSI, which we will also be talking about. (laughs) Surprise, that episode is number two in this series. Um, So much fun. Thank you for having me for that. I mean, I, I, who else was I going to ask? Really? <laughs> like, who was who else was going to be my first ask? Like, the, to sit down with you and Kristen from Bell to Bells and Casey Cattell. I mean, just a really, really fun time. And the show was, obviously the show's not secondary. I'm thrilled and passionate and so happy we're getting to do this tournament by women for women. But uh, just to get to talk about it with three women that I really respect greatly and have a lot of strong, good feelings for was really nice. It was really nice. It was nice for us, too. We had a great time. And and what a fun show to talk about. Kristen was great, right? Like, She's that was so first, smart, right? That was my first time talking, talking to Kristen. And I was so impressed. Yeah, she's oh, got such a wealth of knowledge and and really just a deep understanding and insight that is uh, such a nice thing to see and and especially to be celebrated, um, mm-hmm. you know, all across Bell to Bells and the Twitters and now chatting with her for the Women's GSI. Ah, oh, amazing. 
How's that for the pie looks great, by the way. Y'all can't see it, 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 but it looks looks pretty good. It's great because you're across the room in this castle. I mean, it's, it's, it's I, it's I, it's I, it's I, well, McDonald's apple pie is always a great idea when you're on the drive through line and then you get home and you're just like, this is just a bar of fat wrapped in fat. Let's get at it. (laughs) Yeah, it's honey. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Well, there it is. And, you know, I got to tell you, what's better than it is the fact that one year ago, my friend, just about a year ago, maybe a little bit more, uh, was my first time kind of watching a live Synergy show. And guess which one it was? Oh, my God. Black Friday. Mm -hmm. I was so high on Percocets for that show. (laughs) You were hurt. No, I was super hurt. Yes, you like, were. Super hurt. I, I, and it was a shame that like I was one winged for that show because that was the show that really kind of established the run that we're on now. Like bringing in GoPro wrestling and bringing in Ray's lighting and doing the extra things with production and getting the blessing from Jersey All Pro to do Best of the Light heavyweights and just having some really good matches and I'm so glad you came in at such a great time in our little brief history. And I'm glad that we've been able to build on it and somehow survive this year and do another one. I know. And it's so cool to reflect back and, and see the progression of all of these people um, for the most part that were on the card in 2019 to see where they are now. And like, the vast change and and excitement that people have for synergy it's grown exponentially uh, on the twitters that i've seen yeah the first guy through the curtain last black friday is uh nxt's joe gacy now i know i mean and from there the whole show yeah i mean i'm blessed that so many you talk about that and Matt Tremont hanging up the boots, getting his last win here and walking out of and just making H2O just. And I don't overstate that. I love H2O and I love what he's doing with those kids. But like my favorite thing is that so many people that were on last year's Black Friday are on this year's Black Friday. And that's what we, we got. to. We're building the family here. And I like that so many people who were here last year are still here this year and are better than they were last year. And I mean, what more can you ask for? It's it's great stuff. And I feel like I really enjoyed last year's Black Friday. It was probably one of my favorite ones. But this card, though, it's got me in the feels a little bit. I'm kind of really excited about so many of these matches. And I normally am, to be fair. But there's so much in here that has been built up and things we've been waiting for. Oh, I'm just so excited about it. I, when we came back in July, mm-hmm. kind of, and we didn't know what COVID was going to let us do and if we could do it safely, we, I sat down with some people. Um, and I said, Hey, if we can get to black Friday and if we can do shows in July, August, September, October, and we can build to here, this is what I want to do. Are you in? 
and we we got here yeah and you look at you know without pulling the the veil back too much you look at tj and casey Uh and and you look at ellis taylor and charles mason and you look at kirk and corvis and these are things that we and jordan and ace austin believe it or not these are things that have been in my seat all i'm gonna say is in my seat it means more to me than it no no disrespect to any fan it means more to me than it does to you that we can pay these things off because i have just watched people behind the scenes that are on this show be so freaking excited about getting here and being nervous about getting shut down and being nervous about maybe not getting this show off. But the latest governor press conference happened Monday. This is Wednesday. So two days ago and we made it through it, which means we're on. And I am so many people are just so happy right now. And you are going to get, I can't even tell you the random messages and DMS I get (laughs) on and on just about can we do this can we do this okay can we do that can we um just like y'all wanna y'all wanna y'all wanna elevate this place don't you y'all you'll want to like they want to turn up they're ready i'm telling you like <laughs> i love that this has become this has become a place that people talk about in the same breath with places that i've respected since i started here You know, um, I had a list of promotions in 2017 that I wanted to get named with. And I would say, well, we're starting to really do something if people talk about us in the same breath as blank and blank and blank. And it's starting to happen. And I'm still really humble about it because I love these other promotions. And it just makes me know that we're doing something right. Well, you are doing something right. And I think that speaks to, you know, the the quality of the matches you put on your production, the way that you have performed the safety precautions during this time of COVID, I think has resonated with a lot of people. And I've gotten to watch the fandom grow, especially through wrestle joy and watch all these new people who have never really watched the Indies before, or hadn't watched you specifically start to watch you and get to see what all of us have been seeing for a while. And, and, and be a part of this Synergy family. Well, it's, I mean, I joke a lot that if I had to do it all over again, I would name the promotion something that was easier to spell. But <laughs> um, I wouldn't, because the word is what it's about. Like, Synergy right. is, like, we're fine on our own, but I'm better with this roster. I'm better with Queen in my corner. I'm better with Wrestle Joy. And Wrestling News World and Ringside Rant and No Holds Barred and Bob Culture. I got four million podcasts that I love dearly, like legitimately. Um, And really, it's also the synergy of we always wanted to prove that we could put on a pro style product with independent talent. I wanted to be that bridge that ROH was for a long time. ROH is a TV product now. And I feel like that bridge is kind of. Not there, and there are other promotions that do it really well. 
Uh, AAW has a really good pro quality independent yeah. promotion. And I look at their just their production value and the talent they use. And that's someone I've wanted to. And even with a more indie, I'm always so impressed with what Limitless Wrestling brings to the table. And, you know, I look at these places and even what Mission Pro is starting to do with an all-women's roster that's a very pro-independent promotion. I'm so impressed with that. And everybody's got lanes, and this is the lane I always wanted to be in. You know, and I'm really proud that we're starting to fill that out and that people who like quote unquote TV wrestling can latch onto an indie and yeah, be yeah. like, okay, you know, we can, we can get with this. This is a, I just want to be a more accessible pro style product. I want you to feel like you're heard because isn't that when you're watching the big boys, that's the number one gripe is, well, they don't listen to their fans. Well, on this level, not only can I listen to the fan base, I can listen to individual people. My DMs are open for you. Like, slide in. Don't be a creep, but slide on in. Like, I love don't be a creeper, please. But you know, I mean, I mean, you can. I just probably won't respond as quickly. But uh, no, like, I mean, it's cool to me that I can put out fan surveys. Hey, what do you think of the last show? What do you think's going to happen at this one? Because it helps me, spoiler alert, those polls help me figure out if I'm being too predictable or if I'm being boring or if I'm or if I'm considering doing something that none of you want to see and I see that in the feedback, I change my mind. You know, so like these are these are things that we can do and we can adapt on the fly because we're smaller, we're more mobile. Yeah, we don't have all the money. Trust me. We don't even have some of the money, but we, <laughs> but I just, I, I would rather have that fan access, you know, I would rather have that give and take because I want at the end of the day, somebody to be like, you know what, we didn't know everything that was going to happen, but even though we didn't get 100% of like, we didn't get every, everybody we wanted to see win didn't win, but we still feel like we got what we wanted. I think that's a good goal. And and part of the reason I gravitate towards your promotion so much is partly because of that fan access. But also, when I look at your cards, they're really well-rounded. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And that's my uh, one of my biggest sells when I talk about Synergy to people who have never watched it before. There's so much to sell. But I also say, look, you're going to see this show. And you will find something in there that will resonate with you. That's one of my favorite parts about watching synergy and looking at this black friday card that i have pulled up here you have that you have your big beast monsters mm -hmm. you have your championships you have your best of the light heavyweights which by the way yes uh -huh. and you have tag teams you have um really kind of gritty i don't know what's going to happen brutal match you have some luchadors you have some creative talent, which we have to discuss. Oh, we will. Problems. And um, a contendership <laughs> and the Cruiserweight crown. I mean, it's just, there's something in here that I feel like everyone is going to gravitate towards. There there will be something for everybody on this card. And I, and I really appreciate that from you guys. And, and it's just, I look at, I look at who we're not serving. 
you know, I try to do that a lot. Um, I think the problem with indie wrestling right now is there's way too much imitation um, of what's hot and what's working. Uh, I don't want to be GCW because GCW is already GCW <laughs> and and they're great at it. Yeah. Like, that's not shade. That's not me throwing shade. That's saying that uh, Brett and his crew have that on lock. Why do I want to just copycat somebody who's already killing it at what they do? You know, and there's plenty of people out there who want to be beyond wrestling. And why not? They're a benchmark in, in independent wrestling. But why do I want to be beyond? Drew's already got that. Uh, and I'm not going to be better than Drew Cordero at what Drew does. So why would I try to just rip him off? And I think there's a lot of people who see a lane that somebody else has carved out and they go, oh, me too, me too. And you're, you might make some money and you might do whatever, but are you really giving people anything that they don't mm. already have? It's like the, you've always got like the holidays are coming up and you've always got kind of that lazy gift giver. Who's like, Hmm, we're going to give her another candle. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> She's got 74 candles. She likes candles. Let's give her a candle instead of trying to actually figure out what you're about and what you might like. I will get her a candle. I don't want to give you a candle. I want to get you something cool. Yeah. I appreciate something cool. Speaking of something cool, <laughs> can, can we please have a conversation about the tag team match? Because these guys are so cool and so nerdy and so fantastic. You have the Nerd World Order, Kip and Silver, of course, who are just ridiculous. <laughs> and, and I have to have Silver's jacket. I need it. I told somebody to tell him that I need that as merch because I'll buy it. <laughs> I just want to wear it around my house. Not that it's, I'm going anywhere. But. I'm telling you right now, I could not believe how bright it was until I saw it. Oh, my God. It Beacon. It's incredible. Those two, you want to talk about just, like, taking a ball and running with it. Yes. I pitched the idea as a total, like, ah, what if we did this? And they made it real and tangible. And it's not about being nerds. It's about changing the perception of what nerds are. Right. These are nerds who are who who are are good at sports and nerds who are successful with the people they're attracted to and <laughs> nerds who are like these are nerds who are good in the classroom and the bedroom. These are nerds who are good looking and funny and sociable and that's what sold me on it was that these are two guys who don't want to go out there and go, Oh, we're goofy and we can't do anything. And we got two left feet, but boy, do we science good. Like, <laughs> and, and that was kind of the, the selling point for me for two guys who I think are really gifted. I mean, Kip yeah, Stevens, yeah. Kip Stevens started the year in January or February working Rowan on Monday night raw. Which, by the way, he's been an in-ring talent on Raw twice in his career. He's very gifted. Mm -hmm. and Joey Silver is an incredibly talented cruiserweight who's trained by uh, Amazing Red at House of Glory. One of the best places you can train, especially if you're in that weight class in the world. And 
Silver comes to me with this idea for this sweet cheeks. And I'm just like, I don't know where I'm going to find a lane for this, but I have to find a lane for it. So we just slow played it. And Kip goes, I can, I have an idea of how to break him out. And uh, man, it has gone quite well. It's gone so well. They are such a joy to watch. They're 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 great together. Great. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. And uh, they're going to be great together as a team. And they're also going to be great together as two singles competitors who have each other's backs. There's so many ways we can go here. But the MV Gangone situation is, is just way more complex than I ever thought it was going to be because it looked so cut and dry that Gangone was trying to set up MV to stab him in the back and try to earn his trust and then take advantage. But then, no, he actually wanted to be in the polyam cult. And then MV's the one who left him high and dry at the last event. So who can trust who here? I am very... I'm very confused. Very confused, which I think is how MV likes it. (laughs) I think it is. He just wants us constantly intrigued by him. And like, I mean, I'm in. I'm part of the polycult, so here I am. I love to watch him wrestle, and he's just so engaging and has this personality. The the charisma is just wild. But what he's doing with Gangone, I don't know. So I'm like really interested how that partnership's going to play out because I feel like Nerd World Order is so solid. And they're they're like they're it, and we have this very unsure relationship partnership. Not sure with Gangone and MV that I wonder if that's going to be a downfall. I don't know, and I think the thing that's interesting on twofold is MV brought Silver here mm-hmm. the first time. He's why Silver has a job here, and I don't think MV is content not having Joey Silver in the poly cult. I don't thought. know. I don't know what all that is. I will say this too: um, before MV was a cult leader in New York, Anthony Gangone was the cult leader in New York City. He was the ruler of the House of Gangone. He was the man. I mean, people were scared to cross him in New York in this business, and that's in real life and and otherwise. I mean. That man wielded a lot of power. And part of me wants is wondering if MV isn't just doing this to prove he's not the dominant cult leader, to prove that he's not capable of wielding more power than Gangone did. It, there's a lot to unpack. And you could go that deep with it if you're me, or you could just be like, wow, these are four, these are four guys, like, and somebody might end up beating somebody up and somebody might end up kissing somebody by the end of the match. Some uh, guy might get pregnant. I have no idea what's going to happen. None. And None. that's the beauty of this type of match. You just never know, especially with this no cast idea. of characters. You have no oh, idea what's going to happen. I have no concept of what I'm getting from a polyam tag match or a nerd world order tag match ever. And, and I, I think lo- that's a good thing. Cause I love it too. <laughs> yeah. And there's just so much intrigue throughout this entire card. That's not the only one that I'm intrigued by. I have to tell you, the Whisper, when I first saw him at Synergy Pro Wrestling, 
And I said, excuse me, who is this? I need to oh, know right. everything about you. This Another thing that I love about Synergy, I always meet new people that I don't know too much about. And I love that because they engage me and make me want to know. And he's fighting Frightmare. Like, this is a gift. You've given us a gift here. And I'm going to have to take it away because Frightmare, yeah. <laughs> Frightmare, this is the one I told you I was going to break. Oh. Frightmare. Frightmare came into contact with somebody who's positive for COVID-19. It was not his fault. That man, this match will happen at our next scheduled event. It will happen. Okay. I'm not taking this away from people. I am not taking this away from people. People want it too bad. But here's what I'll say about Frightmare. He's the only two-time champ in this company. One, because he's really good. And two, because... That's the kind of that's the kind of mantle you put on the backbone of your place. And Frightmare's that guy for me. And for him to will willingly take himself out of our biggest show of the year to keep people safe, he might not even have COVID. Right. He might not. But to to take it and he's like crushed by this. Yeah. Aww. But for him to do this just to keep people safe is exactly why he's the only guy that's ever held our title twice. Well, he rules. He does. And I hope and he's all right. I do too. And whisper Frightmare will happen as soon as possible. Um, by the time this drops, if not shortly after, I should have the, the replacement for the whisper lined up. Um, I'm looking at a couple of options. Some who are here already, some who are not here already, who have asked for opportunities and I just want to pick the best possible matchup that's going to provide something really interesting. I don't want it to be a throwaway. I want someone who's going to be here next year. Got it. So I, I don't want to just like the because it's the whisper and because whisper has really been stellar for us since coming in and he deserves better than a throwaway match. He really does. Even though the, the Frightmare match is still on the horizon, he deserves better than somebody who's one and done, and he deserves a match against somebody who really wants it. So that'll get done this week. Um, the announcement will go out by this time Wednesday. Uh, whether I get the match signed by then or we just make it a surprise reveal, we'll figure it out. But, uh, man, the Whisper is so... I don't know how else to say it. Like, you just watch him. Yeah. You know, like, you have no choice but to watch him. And I, I don't want people to take this the wrong way or think that I'm being shallow about it. He's beautiful. Uh, yes. He's beautiful in the way that he moves. Grace, like, it's graceful, but it's, but it's more than that. It's, um... It's that it's like that intangible that you can't tear your eyes away. And, and I don't right. know the the right word, but it, it's that. Yeah, it's it's there's a thing. There's a there's a fluidity to it. Right, he moves. Right. You know what it is? Somebody said to me, they said they said he moves like water. Ooh. It really does. And it's just kind of stuck with me. And there's just a grace to to how he moves that I've seen from very few people. You know who else moves like that in a very different way? Orange Cassidy. I can see what you mean by that. There's just an effortlessness to how he moves. 
you yes. know, and it's it's very different to what Whisper does, but it's very much the same. And there are those Chikara roots with both guys, so it's not shocking to me. Um, but no, it's a pleasure to watch him work and his kind of fluid motion versus the very violent nature of Frightmare. It's going to be will, fun. Will happen soon and it will be very fun. Oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But I know whatever uh, will replace this match will be good. Oh, I trust, trust that for mm-hmm. sure. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm worried, don't be worried. Don't Colin be worried. comes through. Trust. I'm scheming. I know you are. I can tell on your face. (laughs) I'm going to press you later. All right. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about another one that I have a lot of investment in because I really like this guy. Ellis Taylor is my dude. Yeah. I enjoy Ellis a lot. I've had the pleasure of speaking with him and I don't know. It's just like he's there's something about the kid. I just like I love him. And this other guy, man, Charles Mason, look like. Dick. Talented as all get out, but damn, homie, you need to chill out. Two things. <laughs> I'm glad you said the thing about Ellis Taylor because he um he owes me five bucks because he I bet he bet me five bucks that he couldn't get over as a baby face. <laughs> oh my god. Well, what a liar. <laughs> he, said, he said people people just don't like me, dude. I'm like, you watch. Oh, you you watch. watch. Ellis, pay the man. People are, people, I said to Ellis, you don't understand, dude, because you're young. People are gonna like you because you think that way. We're all, we're all kind of hellboy. We all kind of walk the streets at night and go, man, does anybody actually like me? Does anybody pay attention to me? I want to come out. I want to come out. This is a kid who's, what, 20, 21 years old. Yeah. And already has the balls to come out to his own kind of music come out to his own low energy kind of intro, do his own thing. It takes balls to do that and not come out and just be every other cruiserweight. Yeah. And he knows who he wants to be. And he knows it's going to be like, especially being Jordan Oliver's best friend. Yeah. (laughs) He knows, he knows he has a slower road to that stardom than Jordan has because of, because he's so committed to being this. And I just tell him, be patient, dude, because your investment in yourself is going to pay off. People will will gravitate to you slower, but when they do, it's going to be authentic and they're going to be there for you. And Charles Mason is a dick. Yeah, what the (laughs) hell, man? He's like, I've never met someone. I've met one other person, but that's a different story for off the air, who I've just gone... (laughs) I've just gone, man, this ain't a, this is not a work. You are just a stone cold dick. Like you are just not a pleasant person. And so, I mean, <laughs> sorry, like, go ahead. No, okay. I, just I, laughing. I, I'm just laughing. Yeah, it's fine. I know. It's fine. It's not like I mouthed something that you'll no. never hear on the audio. <laughs> um, Mason is so, whether you believe, whether you think he's working or he's being real about it is irrelevant. Yeah. He's such a dick. He really is to the point where he has been called, like he's semi-affectionately known by our fan base as quote unquote sexy creep because (laughs) like this is a dude who has everything that you should want to cheer 
looking. Mm-hmm. He's in incredible shape. He's got the moves. He's got the charisma. But he's such a dick. Just an absolute piece of garbage. <laughs> and, and the fact that he legitimately looks like he gets off on beating up the less fortunate is an yes. is an angle on the spoiled rich kid that we have not seen before. Usually it's the the thing that I never understand. It's okay, you're a spoiled rich kid who's too good for us. Why are you wrestling then? You're a you're a millionaire, go home. You don't have to do all this. Oh, but he enjoys this shit. Charles, he enjoys it. Charles Mason gets off on this. Yeah. And that's why it's like it works because he's coming here just to get his hands dirty just to get his rocks off on it and it's so foul that man this this is a match though where you win by knockout or tap out only this blackout that's match it. it's blackout and either charles mason is going to cement himself as the most hated guy in this company or ellis is finally going to give this prick what's coming to him and either way it's a good story and i'm here I'm really excited for this story. I'm pulling for my boy, Ellis. I, that come up, well, son. Mason, you're not going to have to wait too long, Queen. This opens the show, Black Friday. Yes. What a great opener with such I a strong know. story. Damn, Colin, you're good I at your know. job. <laughs> oh, God. But speaking of jobs, you want to know who's not good at their job? Hmm. My least favorite person at Synergy Wrestling, Nicholas K. <laughs> See, here's what you don't do. You don't oh. come for me on Twitter because I will come right back. So oh, your boy God. is in hot water because he mm-hmm. tried it and he did not win. But that's fine. Versus one of my favorite people ever, Matt McIntosh. Mm-hmm. And this one has stakes, too. This one has, if McIntosh wins, Kay's fired. If he doesn't win and Kay wins, he fires McIntosh. Now... Talk about some high stakes here, honey. Super, super. Now, that's kind of a thing where they're like, oh, well, Colin, you could just hire him back. I've always let Nick in his job, whether people like it or not, I let him do his job. Mm-hmm. He bought, he bought back Brandon Kirk, and I let him. I know. I'm just kind of so, surprised by that. Yeah, but I mean, I told him when he got, when I gave him the gig, you can do this job and I'm not going to get in your way. If he wins this match and the first thing that he wants to do is shit can Macintosh, that's his call. I'm not going to like it at all because I think Macintosh is a real player. He's a former champion. He's a a draw. He really is. He's gifted. But it's his call. And if Macintosh wins, Nick's not fired, fired. Nick's very welcome to do commentary. Mm -hmm. He's just not in the creative role, right? Oh, 100% no. No, uh, no, that job will go to somebody else or to be frank, I will see if that job's even necessary anymore. I may not replace him at all. I may just get rid of the job because I get so much good fi- like fan feedback. I may not need it anymore. So we'll see. But I just feel like he's going to be sneaky, Colin, and he's going to try to find some nefarious way to win. And like, I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody in the back likes him enough to help him. Oh, I don't know that anybody would help him. He's just going to coordinate it for himself. Mm. I mean, I've known known Nick a long time. Eric Corvus has known Nick even longer. And uh, you're a good judge of character. 
I'm pretty sure of it. So, uh, <laughs> no, trust me when I tell you that I'm looking at this one very closely. Okay. And, uh, no, there's too much on the line for me to let too much crap slide. Good. I'm I'm pleased to hear it. Yes. Ugh, go Matt McIntosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also have Battle of the Beasts, KTB, oh. Mr. Queen's personal favorite indie wrestler ever. That's all he does when KTB comes out. Does the mm. hand motions, and he gets so excited, he just loves him. So, And then oh. you have Falaba. Now talk to me about this match. How did this happen? What's, what's, wow, this is great. I, I mean, look, straight up, if we're pulling the veil back, I've known Fala a couple of years. I think he's incredible. <laughs> and it's basically always been like a, uh, hey man, what's your schedule like? You in town for any dates? And I'm like, do you happen to have Black Friday? And he goes, yeah, man, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, what do you think I think we should do? <laughs> <laughs> and these guys ha- have torn it up with each other a couple of times. Sometimes it's been streaming. Sometimes it hasn't. But, oh, my God. Oh. I mean, these are two guys right now. Follows the best he's ever been. I'm just going to shoot name him because I can- Kyle's the best he's ever been. I mean, you got Fala on a roll in Impact. You've got KTB making two AEW dark appearances in a month. Sign that man, by the way. Sign him up. You I can't tell do better K- than that. I tell, I tell KTB that it's a goodwill hunting scenario. I want to be like Ben Affleck, where I just show up to get to show up at his door to bring him to Synergy one day, and he's not there because oh. he's in Jacksonville. I've known KTB since 2011. Um. And just to watch the metamorphosis into this, um, he's special. He's really special. But Fala is a Fala is a different animal. Fala is bigger and faster than KTB. I mean, maybe not faster. That's not fair. But for his size, holy crap! He can move, man. Crap. And it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens. Really, really interesting. This one's going to be a slapper. This is the first time in months that I look at a KTB match and I can't say, oh, yeah, he's the clear favorite. I can't. I I, know. This one's a tough one. Very tough. But you know what? This is what he wants. Good. He wants tests now. Like, he has straight up said to me, I don't need, like, these. I want to have the best matches and I don't know if he I don't know if he wins all the best matches, but he shows out. So we'll see what happens. Oh, and it's going to be so much fun. Mm. I'm excited for this one. I'm slightly more excited for the best of light heavyweights. This was my one of my favorite matches of last year's. I, I see that. I'm really excited. About it. I'm I love it. Um, OK, great lineup. Mm-hmm. Anthony Gaines, Cheeseburger, Deshaun Pratt, Matt Vertigo, Casey Navarro, and someone else? Yes. And someone Colin? else. Someone else, Colin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and who? <laughs> Why does someone else be who? Who? To go off uh, our GIF play. <laughs> I legitimately, when I tell you that there are people on my production staff who do not know who it is. Oh, <gasps> it's a best kept secret. 
I will say this is the I'm I am I am garbage at secrets. I'm bad. If you want people to know your secret, tell me. And I'm very overt with it. I'm bad about it. I'm really bad because I like seeing the look on and I'm never malicious about it, but I'm like I'm terrible at holding a secret because I want to be the first person to tell you so I can see the look of happy on your face when I tell you. I never share bad news, but like I spill the beans on good news a lot. Um, uh, it's so hard for me to 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 keep this one because oh it's not. God. I will say this: it's not like I'm bringing in some huge, massive international superstar. It's not that. It's someone who means so much to me, and like somebody who. Just we haven't seen in a while. And I'm really excited. Really excited that like we've been able to keep a lid on this. Um and I'm ju- I'm really I'm really geeked out. Well, the pop really is gonna be good. I can feel it. it. I oh, can feel it. Crackling the electricity. That being said, even with that, oh man, there's five really good other wrestlers in this match that they have to deal with. Whoa. Like, I, whoa. I, right now, leader in the clubhouse, Um, I will say that the favorite, according to the uh, fan poll that we've taken, uh, the favorite's Matt Vertigo. Great choice. And he's only got about 18% of the vote. <laughs> so that's how close this is. Tight. Everyone, Everyone has multiple votes. And the wow. guesses, and the guesses on who people think the sixth guy is are hilarious some of them are hilarious i I bet they are if i can narrow it down for you you have not seen this person in synergy this year okay so it it really has been a while is what it's been it's been a minute it's been a minute honey okay I don't know if you've seen. I don't know if you've seen this person in synergy at all or not i just want to take this year off the table for sure for sure interesting saying Deppin or this person not, not, mm. when I say surprise I say surprise he means surprise oh yes I love a good surprise this match is going to slap and go off so many mm. great people in here mm. plus a surprise entry it doesn't get much better than that <laughs> except it does because we have Ace Austin versus Jordan Oliver for your new number one contender honey and oh. it's freaking time for Jordan Oliver to take that spot no offense to Ace Austin he's freaking dope enjoy him Love to watch him wrestle. The talent is boundless. But Jordan has been putting in that work. When he came back from quarantine with that weight put on, I was like, mm. excuse me, Mr. Heavyweight. Mm. Excuse me. Mm. Let me just move out the way. Damn, young, dumb, and broke. You looking young, dumb, and dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, uh-huh. he just looked great. And I was like, this is, this is a different, I feel it. I feel it. Momentum kind of like simmering for him. And I'm like, oh, this is the time. I can feel it in my fingers. Yep. Yep. I I feel really good about where both of these guys are. I really feel good about where both of these guys are. I feel really good about. Sorry, I will be. I feel really good about. I was actually answering a message from one of them, believe it oh, or not. Oh, but, hey, uh, Bill. No, no, it's <laughs> like, um, 
they must have felt their ears burning. Maybe. I feel very comfortable about the status of the Synergy Championship in the short-term future, regardless of who wins the title match and who wins the number one contendership. I mean, look, I can walk out of Black Friday, even though I hate him, Brandon Kirk is a hell of a champion. Yeah. Either Kirk or Corvus holding the title and either Jordan or Ace waiting in the wings, I'm good. I feel like the same way. I feel like the same way. And I know how you feel about Kirk and, you know, and it's, and it's going to be a really great number one contendership match. Either way, I think you win. And then you get to that championship match and I'm saving the cruiserweight crown for last because I am, but Brandon Kirk, Eric Corbis, uh, this, this is exciting for Eric. This is exciting for fans of Eric. I feel like to have him in this spot in this Mm. moment versus this guy. Versus Brandon Kirk, this is this feels like such a big deal to me, and I'm pumped. I, that's how I want my championship matches to feel. I want to feel like this means something. Either way, and and I know how you feel about Brandon. I like Brandon. I like to watch him in the ring. I think he's done really great job carrying that championship. Defends well. Defends well. And I think it's going to be a fight between him and Eric. I really do. Yeah. The the worst kind of guy is a guy that you don't like and you fundamentally disagree with, but you can't do anything about it. And that's Brandon. And I told you all at the third birthday show, okay, I sh- I shot my shot. I overstepped my bounds. I tried to keep it away from him. I was a dick for it. So now I'm just going to stay out of his way. And I've kept my word. Yep. And... All he's done is beat Tony Deppin, Warhorse, and Jordan Oliver. Yeah. What back a what a trio. <laughs> I mean, good lord. What yeah. what what can you say? And now on the other side of the ring, you got a guy who has been he calls it himself. He goes, it's the Tommy Dreamer spot. It's the guy who always comes really close. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who's always there and you lock it down and you, and you trust him, but he's never the man. And he's been that at beyond and he's been that all over the place. And, you know, he's been, he, he and I are both uh, on the wrong side of 35. And the difference is I can run a promotion for a long time. I don't know how many more in-ring days are, are in front of him. He's got 19 years behind him. Right. I don't know. And, and I love him and I don't want to say it like this. I don't know how many more shots he has. At belts like this. Um, I will say the thing that's really interesting is right now, unequivocally, no disrespect, and Eric knows that Brandon Kirk is the better wrestler. He is. But matchup-wise, Corvus's win-loss against Kirk all-time is really good. This might just not be a good matchup for Brandon. I don't know. I don't know, but it's going to be a lot more intense than people think it is. These two are not thrilled that this isn't the main event. And that's real talk. Mm-hmm. TJ absolutely deserve it and have earned it. But these two, these two are real salty and they're out to prove that I made a mistake. Well, let them because it'll be a great match. That'll lead yep. us into main event because God damn it. <clears throat> Listen, honey. From the second we chatted all those months ago about the Cruiserweight crown coming. 
and the the match that was supposed to be that ended up not being but made TJ into this different person. I talked to him two days before that show. And he was not that guy that we got when he won that crown. And he said a lot of things. And man, when he turned, honey, he went. And I was like, who is this kid? I I understand he's a heel and people don't like him, but that's one of the best things that ever happened to him. Hands freaking down. It works for the kid. I like to say that TJ Crawford was here just long enough to get me to believe that he was the other guy. Mm-hmm. And then when he got the shot that he got, he showed us all who he really is. But it was too late for me to do anything about it. But man, what can I say about a brand new championship that was just established this July? Yep. And a man and a woman who have created in four months such a ridiculous... And they've never touched. They have never touched. Which makes it even better, by the way. The closest thing to them touching is TJ braining her from behind with a baseball bat and, like, flex pinning her. That's it. They've never touched. And for them to create a thing that... There was no choice but to close this show with this match. There was no choice. No choice. And for them to achieve that and to be the first ever intergender match to main event a synergy show, Casey, the first ever woman to main event Black Friday, this the first ever cruiserweight crown match to main event a synergy show, they've earned all of it. They've earned all of it. And man, if... 99% 99% of people aren't pulling for Casey Cattell. Hell yeah. <laughs> but man, I mean, on the other side, doesn't it, like, what does it do if TJ Crawford wins this match? Oh, devastation abounds. Um, man, it, this is going to be fun for so many of the reasons that you mentioned, but also because people who know Casey know Casey, but people who don't, they don't understand how much of a badass she is. That's a like, tough, that's a tough human. Real tough. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like people underestimate her a little bit and don't expect the caliber of toughness that she has. And if y'all think that she's going down without a fight if she loses, oh honey, yeah. no. Oh oh no. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> No, That's why go she's watch, coming out with that crown. Listen, Queen. Go watch her exposed ring, exploding barbed wire death match with Jimmy Lloyd last year. If you want to know. My God. So and, good. oh, spoiler alert, she won that match. Yeah, she did. She a baddie. I'm just saying. And and look, uh, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm so happy it's main eventing. This crown... You're right. It's built into something so incredible. Um, and I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for this match. And I hope that my girl pulls it out, becomes the the queen. Synergy, cruiserweight crowns, Queen Casey. It's got a great ring to it. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what m- match I'm looking forward to the most. I kind of love them all. But that crown match got a special place in my heart. I, I just yeah. love it. We're opening with Ellis and Mason and closing with TJ and Casey. So I feel like we're bookending this show very nicely for you. I, 
I feel like you are. And I feel like everyone is going to super enjoy it on IWTV 1127 at 7 p.m. Don't miss it. You need to be there. I'm telling you to be there. Watch it live with me because there's just nothing better than live tweeting Synergy Pro Wrestling on a Black Friday after shopping all day long. I've got oh my, my God, I want this to trend so bad. By the way, if you don't have IWTV, guys, go to independentwrestling.tv, use the promo code Synergy, S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y, and get the first five days free. Black Friday, four freezies. We love it. We love a freebie. Yeah, why not? I think that's a great idea, and y'all should go do it. So, that being said, Mr. Colin West, it is always a pleasure speaking with you. You know how much I love you, and this mm. has been a blast. And I'm so excited to speak again weeks about the women's GSI. Honey, oh. Black Friday, women's GSI. Listen, 2020 has been hell on earth, but this <laughs> is a great way to end. So, what more can you ask for, buddy? Uh, that kind of feeling is all I can ask for. That's why we're here. That's our job. That's all our job is. And the work has been worth it for people to feel like that about what we're doing. So honestly, we couldn't have gotten here. If you're listening, if you took the time to listen to this, we couldn't have gotten here without you. Legitimately. Thank you. Thank you. It is not your privilege to watch us. It's our privilege to do this for you. So thank you so much. Well, y'all, you know what to do on Friday, 1127 Mm. at 7 p.m. on IWTV. Honey, you're tuning into Black Friday Synergy Pro Wrestling with me live tweeting while we watch, enjoying the rest of this amazing show, top to bottom. So please, I will see you there. And thank you so much for listening. It's been so much fun to come back. And as always, please enjoy the rest of your day and be kind to one another. 